This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I think you want to know A dirty little secret About a secret little show Sarah and Vinny Sorry It's okay Sarah, <laughs> Sarah and Vinny secret show for Friday, December 10th, 2021 It's just Sarah, Vinny, and Brittany mm-hmm. It's just the three of us today Nikki had a, something she had to run off and do Yep and so uh, we wish her the best with that. I would also like to say happy birthday to our dear friend Scott Capujo. Capujo. Because it is his birthday today. It's the last year in his 50s. When we met him, he was like a young 33-year-old buck. Slut. Slut. He was a buck slut. And now he's... Married guy. Yep. Whispering in the closet. <laughs> yes. I don't want to wake the monster. Capujo, have you just woken me up? You in trouble now, couple hall. Hey, I got a couple texts. Someone wrote in and said they think it's a Michael Crichton book that has those bots. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. I was I've read. To, yeah, those are all. Yeah. I've read a million books, and I I don't even think I've read Is a Deception lot. Deception Point the one where they've somehow planted a rock that they're saying has yes. Okay, and then the one thing I remember from that, which I thought was amazing, is they're stranded on an iceberg, and they start banging on the top of it an SOS. And somehow, before they yes. face to death, and somehow, it, it, that's, uh, like, that. I don't know why that just has stuck with me. I'm like, well, I know what I'm going to do if I'm ever stuck on an iceberg. I don't remember if that's the book I was talking about with the bots, but there's definitely, it made me think of an older book I've read that the bots were, it was neat. And apparently we're headed towards that technology, science yeah. fiction. I love it. Science fiction real. predicts the future. It really mm-hmm. does. Technology. Technology. I'm telling you, I read those books, that Hyperion book, uh, and they predicted the internet. They call it the all thing. And they talk about how everyone's trolling on the on this interweb and they have a metaverse and all that. I mean, it's incredible. Like, I guess I guess the smart people saw it coming. They knew that it would happen. Yeah, I mean, there was there were rumors about this. I you know, I think it, a lot of the work was done at Stanford too, right? Yeah. And there I, were there was were, it an army thing first or like a, a military thing first? The, yeah, the and we had a lot of military tech here too in uh, Mountain View and yep. Palo Alto, a ton of it. Yeah. So but anyway. But to think that a book that was written in like the 80s totally called all this junk. It's like um, even 1984, the, you know, the Big Brother book. 
That's a that th- right? Is that the name of it? George Orwell book. Yeah, that that had a lot of stuff that, like you know, sort of designer kids and jean fucking with people's jeans and stuff mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I don't want to take away from science fiction, you know, writers because I do think they do a great job. But I'm assuming that we were just kids at that time and weren't really reading the paper or a lot of things that were probably available saying this is what's coming. Yes, maybe they read that somewhere. That might be something that they sort of had been tipped off to and then they had a jumping off point for their science fiction story. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I love it, though. Like I love it, sci-fi. Though. It's such a great escape. Mm-hmm. I was telling you um, that The Expanse season six is on, I think it's on Amazon. Um, those books, if you like sci-fi, and I love it. I mean, I really, I like it better than anything except maybe a good Stephen King book. Um, those books are, they're fucking epic. What happens is brilliant. Like the just the, what this person has devised in their mind whoever wrote these damn things the first one's called leviathan wakes and it's just but this is the thing that's become a series you're watching it is a series and it's funny because i watched the series i watched the first couple of seasons before i ever started the books because it says based on the expanse series by so-and-so and i'd watch the first couple seasons i'm like yeah all right and then as I'm reading the book, I'm like, oh, that's what, like, you almost have to read the books to understand what's happening in the show. Like, me and John watched it, and I had read the books then, and so we went back, and we watched the whole thing again. I'm like, okay, pause it. I'm going to tell you why that's important, and what's, it, like, which is a ridiculous way to watch a show, but now that I've read all the books, I'm going to... I think there's an assumption that a moviegoer, it will just pass them by, and it won't ruin the, but if you've read the book, you probably do feel like you need to know this yeah you gotta know yep. this there's a well, thing missing right you don't even you're like why would he do that and then someone these ones in particular it's almost like the the show is a companion piece to the book so you can see the casting and you say but they're not explaining it the way they can in a book which they have as many pages as they want to to explain it in that's why i love books Tell me everything. One more text, just real okay. quick before we start. 510 says, you guys are driving me crazy. Superman, the movie, when you were doing that, the most expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. movies of each decade, Superman was so expensive because they overshot, and Marlon Brando got $1 million for every day of overshooting. <gasps> oh, my God. If it took long... What did Marlon Brando do in that movie? I don't remember. I don't even remember the. I remember the movie with Richard Pryor, but that was like Superman three. I don't remember that. I one. don't even remember the first one. I remember him and Lois getting together on the top. That's of quite the conscious. That's that's a good agent. That is a good agent. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We won't have to pay him. Marlon anymore. can only give you two weeks, so in his contract, he's going to need guarantees that you're going to stay on schedule. Million dollars a day. That enough of a guarantee? <laughs> That's funny. All right, I have a couple good things here. Uh, this is sort of a fun one for a Friday, which I mean, it's very light, and I know that I know people who I don't know people who will do this on Zoom, but I definitely know people who will do this while they're on the phone with you, and it's wrong. I'm just going to go on record as saying it's wrong. Is this a pooping thing? It's a it's a anything private thing. Okay. This is uh here's uh let me see if you I can say his name. You know what? I'm not gonna. 
Uh, hello, radio friends. Thanks to your show, Commute Time is something fun instead of a drag. May God grant you long life, amazing orgasms, and endless joy. All what right. A, what Thank a nice you. thing to wish, right? Yep. Just wanted to get some bad advice on a fun and somewhat annoying topic. Boomers on Zoom and video chats. Both of my parents live abroad, and apparently separately. Uh, so it's important to stay in touch with them, and we all appreciate the technology that keeps our loved ones close to us. However, there is a sensitive issue. Why would they think it's okay to go to the bathroom while they're chatting? They place the phone where they think you won't see, but you may get a strange close-up of them pulling down their undies while sitting. <laughs> and then the toilet sounds, even after explaining how to mute their phone. Now when I see that they're heading down the hall, I just hang up. No, Ma. No, thank you. See you later, Dad. One day I talked to one of my aunties, and she did the same thing. Hold on, let me pee real quick. Why do they do that? I also talked to my dad about wearing a shirt when I'm about to invite a grandkid or a friend into the conversation. He lives in the Caribbean, I guess. They say here the Carib Caribe. Is that sort of the roundup for the Caribbean? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Caribe. And he just doesn't get it. The subject is annoying and fun at the same time. But for some of our beloved boomers, it seems to be a hurtful topic. They complain later if I hang up as abruptly as they decide to go take a dump. I can put up with a close-up of their hairy, waxy ears to hear better because they can't find the volume <laughs> settings. But there should be something we can do to lay down loving boundaries and convey tech <laughs> etiquette without hurting their feelings. Anybody having similar experiences? Much love to you all. This person, whose name I guess I won't say. You know, phone slash Zoom etiquette is a problem. I've talked to my mom about this a million times. Oh. Something like this where she will go. Uh, this is just one example, but this is one of the big examples. She'll go, oh, your brother's right here. You want to talk to him? If he's right there. And you've just said that out loud. <laughs> Do I actually have the option of fucking saying no now? <laughs> no, I don't. I now have to talk to my brother because you've asked out loud. Yeah, put him on. In front of him, whether or not I want to talk to him. I, let me help you, Ma. Did I call him? No, I called you. Did you, did you talk house, to her about this? But privately? I don't want. So it's one of those things where that's just it's dumb. It's no right. big deal. It's not the if, end of the world. If he really wants to talk to me, he should just put his head over your shoulder and go, hey, Brock, can you call me later? I, you know, I got something to talk to you about. <laughs> right. Because guess what? The conversation we're going to have, you don't want to hear, Mom. So, yeah, that's just one of those. I don't know what that is. It's phone, you know, the, look, technologies move fast. And it's moved fast for even those of us who've tried to keep up. Yep. But I think old people, they're just caught, man. Yeah. They're not going to get it. There's no fixing them. And you're probably better off with... I Look, I love that you just hung up. You're heading save, down the hall? Bye. To me, that's save yourself and be done with it. And don't feel bad. Yeah. Your brother uh, posted on Instagram, um, I guess he's got some new car frame. You know, the cute brother, Keith. Yeah. And uh, the one I assume is hanging out with your mom. I know. <laughs> but he's so he just has some he just picks up like dead frames of cars. No, he has seven projects going at once at and, all times. And a big enough space to put them all in. He has a three car garage and it's filled with his crap. Yes. Oh, that's good. And I would imagine because he also works in the garage that most of the stuff ends up flooding out onto the driveway and street. 
That's got to be great. It makes for his neighbors, neighbors so happy. Front yard, junkyard. Yep. Well, I might need a part. I'm going to throw this in the front yard, and I mean that is my land. Yes, <laughs> it is. Should I? Yeah, I don't, he's just busy with that stuff. He's doing him, man. I've, we've talked about this. I, I would feel bad for him, but these are the things that make him happy. Yeah. He doesn't want a girlfriend. He wants nope. to work on cars in his garage. He probably gets laid when he wants to. Good looking probably. guy like that, you know. Trolls I don't arms. know what that looks like, you know, when you're desperate for something. Often you, what are the, what's the term? Beggars can't be choosers. Mm. Right. Yeah. No, he doesn't care. It's not like he's, you know, marrying her. Right. <laughs> or even even taking her home. He's probably doing her in his fancy ass car out in the parking lot. Maybe. All right, get out, bitch. <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Thanks he's for busy. The ride. Good looking. At all times with his project cars. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think you're handling it well, sir or madam. Uh, I'm sorry that that happens. That is definitely a thing. It's, it's long been a thing with one person in particular in my life who I would only be on the phone with, thank God, but I would be, you know, blah, 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 telling them something. And then I'd be like, I'm sorry. Do I hear a strong stream? Are you peeing right now? And God forbid anything else. And I did say, I'm like, please don't. Please just call me later. Oh. You know. Oh. I don't so wanna. this is this is who now? I'm not telling you. It's my brother. Oh. So it's you know, it, I think it's private. <laughs> but it happened it happened and it and it <laughs> he's very comfortable with that. And it was a long time ago and, <laughs> and it hasn't happened since. But I did I'd be less worried about peeing, but I draw the line at poop. I don't want anyone. I, Even I get it. No, you're in pee. the bathroom for God's sake. But I don't want that. <laughs> All right, Brent. It can wait. We don't need sound effects on this one in particular. Whatever we're talking about can wait if you've got to go poop. That's right. Or did you receive the uh, mail I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> get out of here. Stop it. I have texted Grossing people while I'm on the toilet, though, what? you know. But they don't know. They, they can't hear it. So it's, you know, I'm taking care of business and, and, and from every angle. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> I'm going to say that this is not a situation I would ever find myself in just because I'm not a gay man, A, and because I just wouldn't be in an open relationship. So let me start at the beginning and... Okay. Maybe maybe we can help this person. I don't I don't know if I have advice for him, but maybe you guys do. Hello, Alice family, longtime listener, first time writing into the Secret Show. But you guys all, almost always read my texts, which is so amazing. Nice. Here's the situation, or should I say, situationship? Mm. I'm 37, gay male, living in the Bay Area. You can call me M. Eleven years ago, I meet a guy. Let's call him B. While we were both in a musical production together. Sounds great. Yeah, it does. Jazz. I had it. And B. M M is our writer. B is the boyfriend. Man and boy. Mercedes right. Benz. Yes. Uh, so they meet. They're working on a musical production together, and he got a huge crush on him right away. We started hanging out, and would go to Wait, the. Wait, who did M? M and M and B meet on this production, and M, our main, our writer, mm -hmm. has a crush on this guy right away. Okay. Likes him. 
Uh, we started hanging out and we'd go to the Castro almost every weekend as friends, but I still had feelings for him. Nothing ever came of it, though, except we ended up being really great friends. And fl- flash forward to today, he's one of my best friends. A few years ago, it did become a friends with benefits thing, All which right. is great for both of us mm-hmm. because neither of us was interested in a relationship with each other or anyone else. Just two friends having a gay old time. We'll have a gay old time. <laughs> I'll always care about him, but I no longer have the romantic feelings I used to for him, or so I thought. Oh, Uh, yeah. Here's where the bad advice comes in. A few weeks ago, after a few drinks, B tells me that he could see himself with me for the rest of his life and us being happy together. But he also wants to be with someone else that he cares about that he's currently talking to. Okay. Let that sink in. I like you, and I can see us together the rest of our lives. But also, this other guy. Uh-huh. B says, all he needs to be happy in life is me and this other guy. And that he'd be fine with me also having some other guy. He says he'd be fine with me also being open and hooking up with other guys. It sounds kind of perfect being with someone I already have a great friendship with, who I also have great sex with, and being able to hook up with other people. It does sound good, doesn't it? I know, right? These things always sound good on paper. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The only issue I have with B being in a serious relationship with another person at the same... The only issue is that I don't want him to be in a serious relationship, I think is what he's trying to say here. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought my feelings for B were completely gone, but I could see myself with him too, just me and him together, but in an open sexual relationship. So I think his beef is that... that this other person would be just as important as he would be. Yeah, um, it's fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a justified fear, and the truth is, I, I don't know how everybody thinks. I know how I'd think, which is, if I start boning someone else and things are going well, I'm probably going to want to be with someone else, that person, the person right. I'm having fun with, the person I'm boning who's... Like, I just don't get it. Like, I know to me, it's hard it's to e- concentrate on two people. And if you really want to be with this other person, but now you're sort of with your B person, like, I don't know. I kind of would get maybe if you're both super into each other and doing it. And and then there's a, you know, the occasional club night where you meet someone else and have a fling. Yeah. Maybe that's different than this other person. He likes this other person, too. Yeah. I don't. If I had you and this other guy, my life would be perfect. Weird. Um, So, just to revisit that last sentence, I thought my feelings for for B were completely gone, but I could see myself with him too, just me and him together in an open sexual relationship, but not a thruple with another guy who I don't even know or have feelings for. So it sounds like this guy's asking to be the centerpiece in a in a three way relationship, almost like that. Our writer here would also somehow have an involvement with this person. He brought up the word throuple. Um, 
I can't help but think, does B really want to be with me? Am I just a safe choice because he knows I care for him and we're already friends with benefits? Or does B just want his cake and all these other cakes too? Mm-hmm. Help, I need as much bad advice as possible. Thanks and slurps all around M. <clears throat> I, look. I couldn't it, handle any of this. Yeah, to me it's about what you can handle and what you can do w- inside your own head without trying to put stuff on other people involved because you're not going to get to contact the other dude and say, Hey, look, let's work it out. I get Wednesday and Fridays cause they're important. Like that's, yeah. so you can't, you're not involved in that side of the deal. And so he's in the middle working both sides and getting everything he wants at all times. And you're you need always to be on available the- to him. This other guy's available to him. Right. And you need to be on the sidelines capable of saying that's good enough for me. And if that's good enough for you, great. I, I, tr- I was trying, as Sarah was reading the story, I was trying to think, let's say I'm with, I don't want to use a real life scenario because I don't want anyone to you know, go, oh. It. So let's just say I'm tw- 25-year-old me, okay? Okay. So I haven't even met Christina yet. But let's say I meet someone and they're great. And, I, and she's, and we're getting along great and everything's cool. And then I meet someone who's way out of my league. So fucking hot. So like it, she, she, for lack of a better you know, way of describing it, she just, I want to bone her so badly because she's so fucking hot and has my number. You know, that's so yes, called like, yes. all the things. Every, just even mm-hmm. a look from her melts me. Burning you, right. Right. So imagine that scenario, right? Except that this other person, the smoking hot chick's like, yeah, I would fuck you. But I have a boyfriend and I have, you know, other things going on as well. That's a scenario that I wouldn't be able to manage even as a young man. There were things I could do, like kind of have sex for sport, so to speak. You know, you have a one night stand and you do it and you high five and you're done. I did that a few times and it was fine. Yeah. But to be in a situation where I know the chick I really am into is out with her boyfriend right now. Mm-hmm. And that not... he does sort of know about you and that he's like that they're open to all this kind of I don't know. I, I feel like some people are too fast for me, you know, like they, they just they, they can handle so much more than I can. Like I yeah. can't handle John also seeing other chicks, even though he doesn't. Not that like and I can't be having a side piece like it's it's just not. I can't handle it, man. But that's but look, that's the point I'm making is, you know, these are situations that people get themselves into either because they like to feel abused or, right. or I only deserve this much. Or they are capable of, you know, putting things in their place and and uh and if that's the case, then great. And yeah. and if that's something that, you know, this guy isn't going to ultimately be jealous and you're not going to be jealous and you can both do whatever you want. We hear Scott talk. Yeah. He's like, oh, seeing my husband bone someone else would be so hot. Okay. That's, that's you know, his sensibilities. That right. works for him. That's great. I would say for you, if you're, if you're someone who can handle that, then good for you. But I wouldn't be able to. And you shouldn't feel bad about yourself if you can't. I, I think, too, when I really think about what this situation is, not a lot would change for you, M. Like, you, you see this guy and you bone him occasionally and you're really good friends. And he also sees other people. Like, 
I, I know he's asking, I guess he's asking you, you know, let's make this the thing that we're going to do forever. But honestly, you might do it forever anyway. Like, I'm not exactly sure what changes. Are you moving well, I in thought together? They stopped, as they stopped doing it and stopped seeing each other, but they're still best friends now. And now that he's saying. Oh, that, no, no, they, they, they got back together. kind of. No, no, no. So they were they were friends for years. Uh-huh. Then they became friends with benefits. Uh-huh. And I believe that continues on. They they two friends having a gay old time. And then suddenly this guy says, I can see myself with you for the rest of my life. Hmm. But there's also this other guy. But I got to do this, too. Right. And so maybe nothing. Maybe you just go, yeah, yeah, you do you. And you just continue to like you already didn't care if he was boning someone else. Clearly. I don't know what changes for you. Like, I guess because he's trying to put an official thing on it. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's this is a. It's either a huge problem because you're making it one or it's really not a problem at all because really nothing's changing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't I, I think the putting it all on the table and making okay, I'll give you another example okay, that's yeah. probably more more likely, which is you're seeing someone, but it's still new enough. It's not the same as these guys, but that's because they're gay guys and they're friends with benefits and mm-hmm. it's different. But let's say you're seeing someone, it's early days. And you're boning and you really like them and you don't want them boning someone else, but you're not prepared yet to say, right. It's, it's too soon to try and say, Hey, can you not? Well, as soon as you find out they are boning other people, that's where you find out if you're really invested in this person and, and how bad that hurts. Right. right? Yes. That would hurt you. And then you would find out, <sighs> wow, I actually think I, I love this guy or this girl because I'm injured by the fact that they're seeing someone else. Well, at that point, my logical thought is that I say, okay, I, you, it's me and only me, or it's not me at all. Because mm-hmm. I can't handle you. I, I love you. Here's how right. I feel. And maybe for some people that works, and the person goes, oh, all right, well, I'll just, you know. I, you were really my primary as well. And other people might go, yeah, okay, not you then. Yeah. You know, like uh, that's the answer there is for for M to say that if if M if it sees means to him that yeah, just I'm your primary they see themselves being with this person. They have to lay that out unless, you know, unless they're <laughs> advanced enough to be able to to handle that. Right. The Mill Valley swing, swinger life. You know, well, you there are there are that. deals where people make it work for them. And yeah. one of the things I think about, I think I mentioned this to you once before, Sarah, is. The girl with the dragon tattoo in the book, the the main yes! guy has an editor that he loves. I had totally forgotten that he kind of loves her. Situation happens. They're they're long term friends with and benefits. they bone. Yeah, but she's also a married lady, and the and married guy knows, right? He knows, but they're but he's not like there's a uh, the way you re- it reads is that yes, they know about each other. But they don't have a choice. Like, I don't think the husband. Right. Like, has, this is... if the husband were to say, you can't bone that guy anymore. We're married. I think the husband fears he'd be told. Not, not the husband anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do this. This is what I do. I, I take off with this. What's his name? Mikel? Michael? Mikel. I think Mikel. Miguel? Mikel? I can't remember. But either way. <laughs> it works because they all just sort of look the other direction. Right. 
And there's it's, a certain... it's not loving between the two men. They're not no. super psyched about each other. But they don't fight, and there's no little digs or anything. But it's laid out in a way that it's clear she's the person dictating the terms. Right. Mm. And so, you know, if everyone involved can sort of Deal. function within that, great. Would I, and I just for the sake of conversation, would both those guys be okay if a third guy got pulled in? In the book, I mean. Yeah. You know, I, that's now suddenly they have to go, wait, there's another guy in our... In our I, triangle? I, I mean, I was kind of This is now okay a square. With, yeah, that with the circumstances because they were organic and happened and it's the way it's gone and it's we're kind of take it or right. leave it now. But, but I don't want to be part of your harem. Right, right. Yeah. And so what happens if that guy who's your best friend and your partner and you guys are for life, except for this other dude, now says... Oh, I've pulled another guy into my mix. That's okay, right? Well, you if you're care. into massive orgies, maybe it's perfect. Maybe it is okay. Right? right? Well, that's the thing. I just don't know what this guy's tolerance level is. Like, And we're not advanced enough to understand this to comprehend, you know, that <laughs> life. I know. Right? I mean, it sounds like a really fun idea in it a does, perfect world. It, right. Yeah. It feels like a really evolved thing that you can truly separate love and your feelings for someone from sex. Like, they're so intertwined. Sex is like this intimate thing that you do with someone you love like it's almost ingrained in us and to be able to allow that to also happen with this other person for this for you it's just it's it I'm goes not beyond my it. sensibilities right. for Absolutely. sure and uh, look if you want to put out an ad in uh for us for a second in in the Casual uh, encounters. Smallest <laughs> penises in the world ever. Uh, sure. You okay. I might be able to stomach that. If you end up with a guy who's, you know, one centimeter, I might be able to hang. But well, I, I know he's not thrashing you. <laughs> I know he's not smashing that like button. But there's, that's t- it's all tough. Like, you, now you're getting into the minutiae and the minor right. details of, of your mental illness. What, can I, what can I keep up with? Can right. I handle it if he's got a nine inch dick? I don't think I can. Yeah, I can't. As long as I might be able to handle it if he has a nine inch dick, as long as he's got like a huge growth on his face that also has <laughs> right. a dick. Like, that would be. I'm like, well, the poor guy. I mean, or if he's got some kind of syndrome where he shits every time he comes, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to put up with. But I do it for the nine-inch dick. Or sometimes, you know, I'm just so happy for you guys as I watch you get pounded away by this huge fucking cock, right? Yeah. So do I'm I just so happy that I you're mean, happy right. as you get pounded away. I like how I became a man in this whole thing. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, okay. the, I don't, I don't know how to answer your cock. question any other way than to say you need to know what you can handle, right. you and need I to really decide what you're. I, I don't are. think you need to force yourself to handle things. I think we do that a lot as young people. We pursue things that scare us to try and master them. It makes us feel grown up. That's why we smoke or drink or drug or hang out with older people or have open relationships because we just think that this is the way to right. master things and be grown up but ultimately if you're denying your true feelings about stuff you're hurting yourself i have friends who were together i I did not know them at this at the time when they had an open relationship and it was brief it was like in the beginning of their relationship and and they were all you know all apparently all psyched for themselves about how open-minded they were and stuff and i guess that 
he was getting ready on a Friday night, and she's like, oh, where are you going? He goes, oh, I have a date. And she went, okay, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I, this, is not, this is no good. It's not working for me. Is that serious? Yeah, totally. And, and they make jokes about it now because they've been a couple for 30-plus years. And, uh, you know, they tried. They tried to do it. And I guess she did go out and bone some other guy. And then when he went to go out and bone some other girl, she was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> well, she realized in that moment, oh, I can't let him go on a date with someone. Mm. The end. Mm. Good for yeah. them, though, that they made that. That I know they, they survived got past it. it, and right, he was like, "Oh, okay, well, yeah. I mean, I love you, right. but since you were going out boning people, I figured I should too." <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted, you, I wanted you to feel good about this. I, that's what I'm talking about, though, is that feeling. Now you feel like, well, if I've let this person that I love go do that, I have to, or I'm a loser, right? Right. Right. Well, like this person's doing it. Like they went out, and I do want to be with them, and so I guess I'm going to go do it too. I don't know if he went out on that particular date, like that did, night. Yeah, but they that that was the end of that. Him getting ready for a date at their house that they live in <laughs> together. She was like, "Nah." All right, last one, honey. I'll be back in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last one. I just look. I already made plans. Yeah. So you know, put for Pat. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it. Thank you so much for sending in your bad advices, Bryn B R Y N at RadioAlice.com. Put a secret show or bad advice in the heading. And Vincent, the magic Friday words. The end.